0: Welcome to the Vexilogicast. From the Quaker City, I'm Simon the Cannibal. Today's episode is going to focus on the Iraqi flag, and I'm not entirely certain how long it's going to go. I've been having some technical difficulties, and I'm just recording this at the very last minute. That being said, I do hope to get a great episode out for you today. As always, you can find show notes and pictures of the flags being described at vexilogicast.com That is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com. And discussion can be found on the Reddit subforum of reddit.com slash r slash Simon the Cannibal. Finally, as a short homework assignment for you, I'd much appreciate it if you gave me a rating on iTunes. So, without further ado, let's jump into the Iraqi flag. The current Iraqi flag has its roots in the 1963 Ramadan Revolution, but has been in its current form since 2008. It is currently a red, white, and black horizontal tri-band with green text across the white center stripe. The text says Allah Akbar in a stylized Kufic script. and I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. From what I understand, this current flag is an unofficial flag, It was adopted as a placeholder flag until the Iraqis adopted, officially adopted something else. That being said, it's been around for seven years now, and I suspect it'll stick around for a little while longer. Now, as I mentioned, the current flag has its roots in the 1963 Ramadan Revolution, but it actually goes back a bit further than that. Not as an Iraqi flag, but as a Pan-Arab flag. Or, excuse me, as an Arab liberation flag. Let's first jump back to 1963, come up to the present, and then we'll jump back to about 1912 and come back up to the present again. In 1963 there was a revolution in Iraq, and the government of Iraq decided to change the flag to fit in with a United Arab Republic, consisting of Egypt, Syria, and Iraq. Egypt and Syria at the time, were flying a red, red, white, and black tri-band with two green five-pointed stars on the white stripe. These two stars were for the existing United Arab Republic of Egypt and Syria. Iraq added the third star as an aspiration to join this United Arab Republic, and for a brief moment, Syria changed its flag to have three stars as well. Unfortunately for the Republic, it didn't work out. Egypt and Syria went their separate ways, and Iraq kept the three-star flag. In 1991, by order of Saddam Hussein, the Iraqi flag was changed ever so slightly. It was still a red, white, and black tri-band with three green stars, but now it added the words Allah Akbar in Saddam Hussein's own handwriting. There are several theories as to why this is, my favorite being that Saddam Hussein was trying to stop people in Kuwait from burning the Iraqi flag uh, because now it had holy words on it. This flag persisted until 2004 with the U.S. invasion. In 2004, the occupied government de-Husseinized, de-Saddamized the flag. They kept it basically the same. But instead of Saddam Hussein's handwriting, it was a stylized Kufic script of Allah Akbar. So again, this is a red, white, and black tri-band, three stars, and between the stars are the words Allah Akbar. To further remove it from Saddam Hussein and Saddam's regime, uh, there were a number of flag contests that were held to change the Iraqi flag, some of which produced some pretty awful results the one that is most made fun of is a white flag with little blue and gold bars at the bottom with a big gray crescent moon on it, or a big uh, light blue crescent moon on it, which totally goes against Arab heraldry, which traditionally shows crescents as red or green, and was often likened to the Israeli flag, which was obviously a problem considering the politics of the region. Other flag proposals included uh, gold emblems to be more inclusive of the Kurdish minority, including a gold disc with red rays coming from it, which resembled the flag in 1959. But as with many flags, the current flag does not have a symbol representing any minority ethnic groups. Now to pause for one second, I should say that I own two of these flags. I have a policy where I do not purchase flags that do not come from the place that they represent, but I do accept gifts if they came from that place. So my friend Kim, who was part of the initial invasion of Iraq in the early 2000s, acquired and gave to me a Saddam-era Iraqi flag, and this is the one with Allah Akbar in Saddam's handwriting, and my friend Joe, who was in Occupation-era Iraq, gave me an Occupation-era Iraqi flag, and this is the one with the stylized script. I will post pictures of both of these on Vexillogicast.com. So as a reminder, the current flag does not have any stars on it, and is just a red, white, and black tri- horizontal triband with, in green, the words Allah Akbar. Now we get to jump back a bit to, I said 1912 earlier, I'm at 1916, uh, to the Pan-Arab colors, the Pan-Arab flag, a flag of unity for the Arabs created by the English such that they could rise up against the Ottoman Empire during World War One. The Pan-Arab colors are black, white, green, and red, all of which we see on the Iraqi flag as well as many flags throughout the region. All four colors individually were monochrome flags of different caliphates. For example, the, uh, the white was used as the flag of the Umayyad Caliphate. I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. So they just fought under a white banner. The four colors have their meanings brought together through a 14th century poem, which roughly translates to White are our Axe, Black are battles, green are fields, and red are swords. These Pan-Arab colors show up quite a bit, and they are the inspiration for the first flags of Iraq. Of course, they can, in fact, all be found as major elements of the flags of Jordan, Kuwait, Sudan, Syria, and the United Arab Emirates, as well as several either um, unrecognized states or sub-states so when iraq was first formed in 1921 it didn't really have a tri-band instead it had kind of a tri-band with a cut off triangle toward the hoist the colors were horizontally black white and green and again it had this weird little not quite a triangle uh an isosceles trapezoid on the hoist side with a couple of white stars on it and this was red In 1958, they created an Arab federation of Iraq and Jordan which only lasted six months. The two shared the same flag and these were straight-up solid colors, no stars or anything like that, of uh, black, white, and green again, and instead this is an actual triangle uh, toward the hoist. The flag I mentioned earlier briefly was the flag of 1959 to 1963 where they flipped it on its side where it was now a vertical tri-band of black, white, and green, Uh, and the white was defaced by a golden disc with eight red rays shooting off of it. In 1963, again, there was a revolution, and the predecessor to the current flag of Iraq came to be. And this flag was, again, a subset of the Pan-Arab flag, and this is called the Arab Liberation Flag, where it is more focused on the red, white, black, with very little green. And you can see this in say the Egyptian flag and the Syrian flag and a couple others. To finish up, and I know I've jumped around a little bit today, the current flag of Iraq is depicted with the hoist on the right. This is opposite of what we normally associate with how a flag is displayed in print. Because Arabic writing is right to left the flag, because it has writing on it, must be displayed right to left in images. The previous flags that did not have writing on them were displayed hoist to the left, but now that it has writing it must be displayed hoist to the right. Finally, as a shout out to the vexillology subreddit contests, one of my favorite flags was the redesign of the Iraqi flag uh, we had some time ago, and I'll post a link to that contest. Uh, you'll see a lot of interesting designs, but I really like the winner where it was a crescent shape over the Tigris and Euphrates. It didn't have the Pan-Arab colors, but I thought it was nice enough to stand on its own as a flag of the region. So again, I'm sorry for the quality of this podcast. We were having a little, some technical difficulties earlier, and I'm actually pretty worn out from a, a a long day today. I was up uh, five hours early, and I, I'm just kind of coasting on through the day. I hope you enjoyed the episode nonetheless. Again, show notes and pictures of these flags can be found at vexillogicast.com, that is V-E-X-I-L-L-O-G-I-C-A-S-T dot com, and discussion can be found on the Reddit subforum of r slash Simon the Cannibal. Please feel free to send me any feedback you have. Next week... I think we're going to focus on the Dutch flag. After that is the fabled episode 8, which will be an introduction to vexillology, which will be geared more towards your friends and family. Episode 9, I think, will be a focus on flags for Earth, because I've seen several designs floating around recently, and I'm familiar with three or four of them. And then episode 10, I will focus on at least one of the states of the United States of America. If you have any requests for which state I should cover, please, please, please contact me any way you feel comfortable. All right, best wishes from the Vexilogicast. <laughs>